Hello and a warm welcome back to the TNC podcast. I assume you're a Norwich City fan and if so, you're supporting the team. Joint top of the championship at the moment. Uh, a warm welcome back. Chris, good to see you. Cheers, old boy. How's you, life? Um, a shirt that I've not seen you sport on the TNC podcast. You know before. what? A, a friend of ours, who we haven't spoken about for a long while actually, Sam Caps. Yes. Once gave me... Okay. But not this one, because the one he gave me had Premier League patches right, on. Right, okay. I honestly don't know where this has come from, um, but I found it in my drawer and I thought, I actually quite Is like it? this shirt. Oh no, I thought it had Wolfie on the back. No, no, no. Wolfie. Oh no, I've got my, that's the white one. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a classic Jack Reed. Yeah. I've seen that many um, times. But yeah, saw well, this in the drawer. It was a large, lovely. it fits my gut. Happy days. What's the... F- What's the first Norwich player you think of when you think of that shirt? Ooh, this one. Um, For me, Snoddy. Snoddy. 100% Good shout. Snoddy. I can see I'm gonna him say swearing at the snake pit now. Leroy Fair. Yes. Yeah. The, the first yeah. game that popped up, I think they were wearing this top. Remember the game when we beat West Ham? Snoddy scored in yes. that. I think Fair scored in that game yeah. as well. Maybe that's why West Ham bought him off us. Yeah. He's still going well. Snoddy. He is up up north in a, in, in the SPL now. Yeah. Cheers to Snoddy. He said Cheers to, to he, Scotland. He said to me so many times. He's like, I'm not going to try and do a Scottish impression. He's like, Revo, I'll I'll do it when I'm retired. I'll do it when I'm retired. Like I've pestered him for a pod. And he's, so many maybe times. that's the reason like, he's still playing. I've literally worked with the guy, <laughs> and he won't give me a pod. So, but look, top man, big up to Snoddy. Mm. Um, Jack, before we start. I mean, I was um, going to say, we mentioned shirts. Yeah. We can't go without saying you've got a Zambia shirt. Well, absolutely. And I love this sleeve patch. It's, it's nice, isn't it? 2013. Oh, the sleeve patch. Africa Cup of Nations sponsored by Orange, who I don't think exist anymore. Well. It is a genuinely glorious shirt. Orange are big in, big in Africa, mate. But I, I actually don't think they're still going anywhere. Oh, okay. I don't think so. <laughs> I think they got bought out or something. Two sips of Lakins. Um, yeah, no, no. I'm wearing this tonight um, just as a nice little... Uh, tribute to Enoch Mwepu, mm. who has had to hang up his boots, unbelievably, mm. at 24 years of age. Um, at Brighton. At Brighton. Mm. And I think it's just awful news. It's horrendous. And uh, really feel for the lad, despite the fact that he plays for Brighton and he plays in blue and white. Um, my thoughts go out to him and his family as well. It's so sad, isn't it? Um to think of your whole career ahead of you, 24 years old, you break into the break, you get a big Premier League move, and then you say, well, and then he gets told he can't play anymore. It's awful, isn't it? Well, it was hereditary heart disease, wasn't it? And I was listening to Talk Sport this morning, and Graeme Sooness doesn't come out with too much wisdom, but he was saying he suffered really badly with heart issues. Did he? Uh, towards the latter stages of his career. Oh, and right. he's an ambassador for the British Heart Foundation now. Right. And he was saying, perfect example here right fit and healthy man yeah anything just go and get yourself checked out even if you're feeling fit yeah. you never know it, do you know it's actually I didn't expect to talk about heart health on this podcast but it's, <laughs> it's actually true though um, my my brother my little brother Dan he's always he always wanted to join the army right? oh right fit as a fiddle smoke like a trooper right and then gets into I've never heard those two sentences go together no but that's the thing right he smoked like a true but he was as fit as a fiddle honestly he could run he could jump he could do everything right smashed all the fitness tests when it came down to his medical they found out he had an extra valve on his heart no way yeah and that's my point and I actually just genuinely think that is a good message from you Jack Mm. like genuinely if you can get yourself checked out Mm. get yourself checked out and also another thing that we should say before we start day of filming which is yesterday when this has come out, is World Mental Health Day. Mm. And of course, one of our official charity partners of the season, Norfolk and Waverley Minds, are definitely absolutely all over that. So this episode is dedicated to those absolutely. guys tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, well, it was lovely on the watch along last week. Hundreds of pounds raised. I think mm. we're up to about nearly 400 quid now. Yeah. Uh, so that's really positive. Good start. But I think that encapsulates what it is to keep on top of your mental health. Checking in with each other. Yeah. Talking to people, yeah. I think I often think mental health feels like quite a big thing, but actually, mm. you stay on top of it. You, you keep in touch with your mates. You check in. You do things every day that helps you. Yeah. Um, you can. You can. You know. Stay in touch. I um, like that, Jack. And I think um, my my point on that is I think we're now beyond the point of just saying just talk. Mm. I think it's time to take action, mm. and that's not just for people that you know um, proclaim they have 
poor mental health. It's for the people that actually think they're absolutely fine. Mm. It's important to be proactive and take action. Do mm. all of those things that you should, a healthy diet, exercise, etc. You know, set reminders to check in with your friends, your family, your mates, all of that stuff. And the key thing for me, which, pe- which people don't speak about enough, is vulnerability mm. is a tremendous strength. We've seen it so many times in this podcast, Jack, the guests, when they open up. That's the true strength, and particularly blokes, and I know a lot of blokes watch this podcast, please open up, please talk about your mental health, and if you do need any support, please contact the guys at North Quavey Mind. Yeah, they'll be more than happy to. I think that's a good point about sometimes, you know, if I'm feeling anxious about something or down about something, I don't want to talk, I just want to do something, go for a walk, go for a swim, something like that, play some golf. And sometimes that helps. Um, so yeah, Norfolk and Waverley Mines, certainly the, the best place to go if you uh, want to chat to someone, yeah, I think. Um, do we want to talk about Norwich? Yeah, podcast finished. <laughs> <laughs> Norwich, uh, man. It was going so well. The roller coaster has <laughs> begun. Um, Where do you want to start? Because well, I think the last time we filmed was post West Brom at home. Yeah, pre-Blackpool. So yeah. we've obviously beat Blackpool. Good win. We Drew against Reading, less than desirable. Yeah. I fucking hate Reading Football Club (laughs) so much. Do you know as well, we're obviously, we did the watch. They played okay that night. Oh no, Jack, don't give me that. They didn't play okay. Andy Carroll was good. Oh, they're, they're just painstakingly average. And that's the worry for me. That is the worry for me. We are... I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's as easy as saying we, we're getting found out because I think it's too early to say that. But for a club like Reading to get a result against you is a worry. But isn't that just the championship? Like, no, it's in, not. I think got it to is. Beat, you've got to beat the shit, and they're shit, and we didn't beat them. But in in previous promotion campaigns under Daniel Farke, there was plenty of times when we drew or lost at home or away. An important it's a very point. average side. An important point. And Watford, who I keep hearing are apparently the bees and knees in the championship and are apparently going to be the big test, yeah. just got pumped 3-1 by Blackpool. You saw that result and it has put Wyndham sales ahead of that game yeah. this weekend. And Jack. who did they lose to the previous week? Swansea. Yeah. So they've lost two in a row, but they're going to be the big test apparently. Oh, Russell Martin. I love that from you. <laughs> I'm, I, I do love what Ross is doing. He reminds me of the rich man's Mikel Arteta. Trust the process. Do you know, I just, I, I'm starting to hear people talk about this now. Like the, the fan base is so divided on like Russ Martin. Yeah. You either think he's an absolute legend, nice guy, can do no yeah. wrong, or you don't like him because he was put out for all of the media interviews when we got thumped in the Premier League and you're just, you, you, you've been lost in that. He will be the Norwich manager one day, I'm sure. Do you know? Do you know the thing on that, Jack? Is I just sort of wish. How do I say this? I wish. I wish we didn't know him, and I also wish that he wasn't as much of a legend, right? Because, like, say, I love Paul. I love Warniola. We love Warniola. I'm sure most Norwich fans love Paul Warren as well, right? How many times has he beaten Ipswich for Rotherham? He's a proper Norwich fan. Been on this podcast as well. But if he becomes the Norwich manager, I'm all right with it because I sort of think, well, yeah, he is a fan, but mm. he's not a legend. Mm. And I think the risk with Russ is that it, it, I don't know, it sort of smells a bit gunny to me. And but Couldn't I that be the reward as well? I know, it would mean so much more to see him giving it the mm. pump to the Barkley. But anyway, we've got Dino and Joe. Yeah, yeah, let's not talk about Russ. Um, but going back to Watford, you're right. An opportunity... At Vicarage Road. It is. On, uh, on Saturday night, and I'm looking forward to it. So, we, we drew against Reading. It was far from ideal, although we did take the lead in that game. Yes. It then sets up what feels like a really good opportunity at home against Preston, yeah. the side that had remarkably scored for <laughs> and conceded for all season. Genuinely one of the most oh, astonishing God. starts to a championship season. This team seemingly didn't <laughs> score nor concede goals. And with 80 minutes at Carrow Road, God, it's 3-2 it's to Preston. Yeah. Norwich looked, that first 10 minutes, I think that was the, f- the finest 10-minute display yeah. Yeah. for our season. Yeah. We looked yeah. really good. Yeah. Sergeant with the opener, we had a couple yeah. more chances. Yeah. Gibbs, like, t- Gibbs was playing like Iniesta. Nunes was like a prime Pele. It was outrageous, mate. But then, they get, well, I can't even remember what their first, see, oh, the free header. And see, this is the thing. We went in front against Reading. We let them back into it. Mm. Pathetic. 
It was a pathetic goal. Mm. It was. Like, we had to do better for that goal. The same again in the last game as well. Like, we're letting teams... I think, Jack, and you said... I think you said this to me, or Craigo said it to us in the Barclay. What is it about this Norwich City team at the moment where we look brilliant, we keep possession, we're playing some really nice forwards, quite fast, what I would call proactive football, Mm. arguably more direct than what we did under Daniel Farker. Certainly was first 10. And absolutely. Um, But then we seem, as soon as we go a goal ahead, and that is when the cliche is, that's when you're most vulnerable. We don't shut up shop. It's almost like we've, we've become less streetwise in the last maybe three to four games is that fair or yeah, am I, I think it is I, I think the the reading one was more frustrating for me because we we were properly grinding first half and i think we were fortunate to get in at nil nil that was a we, terrible game we get in a goal uh, we score a goal which was a nice finish from hanley actually and you think right we've kind of we don't deserve this but now's opportunity yeah, yeah. see out the next 10 minutes and reading yeah. will 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 wean off and then we such a sloppy goal, and I think we'll get on to Tim Krul shortly. But it was the same against Preston. You score early, see it out until half time, or just yeah. try and try yeah. and find a second. Yeah. And instead, it was a really weak first goal to give away. Yeah. It's free header. The second one again, really sloppy, mm. uh, and the third was poor goalkeeping. So, um, but actually, having said all of that. I think it was one of our better performances this season. And I want to bring, and I want to actually talk about this very point, Jack, is that there, there was a lot of people that were saying, oh, this is shit, this is boring, it doesn't matter, but we were winning games of football. Yeah. Which is the objective in a game of football, is to win. Mm. I, I'd rather have 5% possession and win 1-0. Would you? Every single game from now to the rest of the season to make sure we get Premier League 100%. Because interestingly... and, I, and We I, played the most entertaining football against Preston mm. and we lost. Well, interestingly, I saw a few people on Twitter that I follow that I suspect you don't follow for this very reason. Um, he was saying, I'd actually prefer to lose in that fashion than, than grind out a 1-0. They, uh, seriously, Nonsense. That is Norwich City nutter nonsense. <laughs> Seriously, no, I need to. I need to stamp on that. Uh, look, if you if you think so, that, do you, in the do com- you let go, me know in the comments. Do you go to the football to be entertained or to, to win? Well, I, I I think it can change. Mm. So historically, I've gone to the football to be entertained, right? But after last season, I'm so bruised. I'm so embarrassed from last season. Mm. I feel like I'm beaten up. Mm. And I just need looking after now. Mm. And looking after me, personally, as a fan now, is winning games of football. I don't give a fuck how we do it, Jack. Mm. I don't care if it's a deflection off Kenny McLean's arse mm. to win 1-0 every game now. Until the, I don't care. Just win. Mm. We were embarrassed in the Premier League. Just win. It doesn't matter. And, and I just think any fan now that is sitting there saying... I'd rather lose and play like that every week. I, I think you've absolutely lost the plot. I think, well, I, yeah, I agree. And I, and I wouldn't necessarily say there was a particularly different style to the game on Saturday. It was just a bit bonkers. Like, all of the goals were slightly balmy. L- let's get, uh, let's cut to the chase. Go on. Tim Krul. Oh, wow. Or Angus Gunn. We're going with that straight away. That's well, punchy. for me... Can we not start on a positive? For me... Uh, <laughs> Three of the four goals conceded in the last week have been partly Tim Krul's fault. Mm. Goal against Reading, near post, should save it. Second goal mm. against Preston, his fault. Should be shut. Third goal against Preston, near post. And I'm just looking at a player in Angus Gunn, Premier League experience, done well for Norwich before, clearly not wanting to be here to sit on the bench. Last game was man of the match. You'll look at him, is that right? You'll look yeah. at him and going, hello. If I'm Angus, I'm fuming at the moment and I'm knocking oh. on Dean's door until the hinges come off. I'm really torn on this. I'm really torn on this. You're Angus's biggest fan. I know, but this is my, like, I know, but like, that's, like, just put that to one side a minute. I'm torn on this because Tim is such a legend. Like, I'm, I, I suck at football punditry because I'm completely biased, mm. okay? And I, but you my, can't look at my, previous. But, 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 but I just think, I just think. 
I, I, look, I think I think Tim is having what I would call a challenging patch. Mm. Okay, I think a couple of the goals you've highlighted there, the player should absolutely be shut down before he even gets a shot away. But the that's, amount of space that's Jack irrelevant. Is he should save it. The amount of that's space irrelevant. Is he should save it. I don't. I I will politely and respectfully disagree. Let us so know you think you a keeper getting beaten at the near post twice in a week is acceptable? Because that's what you're saying. I just find it hard to beat Tim up because... No, so do I. And I love Tim. But... Do you, think I, deserve, I think it, do you really think he deserves to be dropped? Yes. I think, it's, I think it's unfair and disrespectful to Angus Gunn not to be playing him. He's proven himself in cup competitions mm. this season. He's proven... I, I, mate, I love Gunny. And for sure, he's the future. That's, that's why we bought him. I just... I, I almost didn't expect... But I'm looking at this longer know. term as well. Yeah, because if I'm yeah. Angus and my opportunities come and I haven't been played, in January I'm going. Oh. Okay, here's something else, right? And you feel free to beat me up and disagree with me on this. The other reason why I I like Tim Cruel being number one is that he carries massive, massive leadership qualities that this squad have been sapped of at the start of last season under Daniel Farker, anyone with personality, out the door. It's always been that way, to be fair. And I feel like Tim Krul is almost the last bastion of that. And maybe I lean a bit too much towards passion and leadership and loyalty and, you know, big moments and big games. I just, I feel a bit uneasy of the criticism that Tim has been getting because I just think he's had a challenging patch. And I could fully imagine him starting against Watford and having an absolute blinder, by the way. And I really hope he does. But I must say, I I, I, I think Dean Smith might change it. Mm. And I'm okay with that because, as you know, I'm, I'm Gunny's biggest no, I fan. Agree. I agree. I love the boys' I, bits. I, I'm not coming at this from a, Brilliant a, a disrespectful tone in any in any sense. I think the leadership is a, is a shout. I think, he, I think he's got the option to... Um, to be um, to be vocal and to be influential from the dressing room. Mm -hmm. I think Angus is also vocal, and yes. I think will will command respect from his defence yeah. in front of him. Yeah, I've I've just looked at Tim's performances over the past few weeks and gone. I think it's Angus's time to shine. What a good problem to have for for Brilliant. Dino though. He's right? got options. You got Tim Krul, who got Angus. I mean, it's and actually, by the way, they're both putting pressure on it. Tim Krul, I've no doubt, is looking over his shoulder, 100%. thinking, "Fucking hell, Gunny's on my dumb." I'm at risk here. Yeah, He'll know it. But also, Angus is like, here's my moment, here's my moment. Mm. And I'm sure inside he's buzzing to get out there again to prove a point. And I think that's really good. Oh, and by the way, don't forget the Irish Buffon, Mickey McGovern, international standard goalkeeper as your number three. Happy holidays. Yeah. You're laughing, aren't you? Absolutely. I was actually thought you were going to start, though, Jack, by praising Sergeant. We need to praise him again. I thought he was brilliant against Preston. Yeah, he was good. He was brilliant against Preston. Do you know what I liked about what he did against Preston, Jack? Obviously, in those first 10 minutes when we turned into vintage Brazil, was he picked the ball up with it, right? But he wasn't just giving it a basic sideways pass. He was actually challenging players. Yeah. For the first time, I've seen him... Maybe it's not the first time. Maybe I've just not paid attention to it until that game against Preston. He seems really confident now. Mm, he and he was so up for it. Like, I know that he chases the ball down anyway. I know that his his work rate is excellent. And that's what he's he's been complimented for in the past. But he, he was... Uh, seriously, I mean, I, I would be drug testing him after that Preston game. Just because of how much he gave it. And I loved how he picked the ball up. He brought it to the opposition. He was trying to take players on. And by the way, I like this. Just fucking get a shot away. That first goal. Just fucking get a shot away. Mm. Get the sh just force a save. Oldest trick in the book. Early on, early mm. doors. Yeah. Yes. Take a pot shot from distance. Make the keeper wobble and have to make a save. One hundred percent. And it gets the crowd up. Get a corner. Gets the crowd up. But this time it goes in the back of the net. Yeah. You're absolutely laughing. Well, I think the thing. I agree. I think Josh was was good on Saturday. So good. It once again highlighted for me. You have to play him centrally to get the best out of him. And I must say, for the first time this season, uh, yeah, you, yeah, I must you say, say that. For the you first, say that because I'm well ready to say it. For the first time this season, if Timu Puki wasn't to be in the starting lineup come Saturday, yeah. I wouldn't be upset. No, I wouldn't either. 
because and that's not necessarily for you to say that as big and not that's not necessarily because I I thought Pookie was poor on Saturday missed a couple of really good chances yeah. absolute sitters on a silver platter I just think for Dean Smith in the way he's trying to play you need Sargent centrally and it's not working with I, the I, I've said it before I think there's something off about Timu and um, yes he's been delivering look I'm not gonna I'm not going to be it's difficult, isn't it? Because I've it's Timu Puki. I've already, yeah. This is see. This and is he's the a, thing. And he's a fucking good finisher. Yeah, but what you're saying about Puki is what I'm saying about Cruel. There's a bit of there's like this yeah. loyalty personality thing there, and I think that I think <sighs> the one with Cruel and and Gun is a bit easy because it's just one in one out. Yeah, I'm looking it's at almost this like a system for thing. a system. I thing. know, I know. And I, I think having what that <sighs> the game against Millwall and uh, Huddersfield when yeah. Puki was injured. And Sergeant played through the middle. Yeah. I think if we were to play in that style more often, we'd win more games. You, I think if we played that on Saturday, mm. we win that game 2 3 0. Do you know what I'm getting a bit of taste of as well? The Irish R9. Is, is, is he back? Is, yet? Is, is, he's going to come back. Well, because. And the Irish R9 mm. in a system with Sergeant at the top of the Christmas tree. Yeah. Really. Really, really, it that seriously really gets me going. Well, that was the the, the small chunk of success and very small chunk of success <laughs> that we saw in the Premier League. Everton at home, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, and yeah, basically that. But um, but that did work. But to finalise on Pookie, right? Like he missed two sitters, and mm. I I feel like we're trying to appease it at the moment it's like well we know Pookie scores goals in the championship so we have to start him and I and I do agree with that but I think it's got to the point where I, I, and I think he was actually Dean Smith himself in the press conference Jack he said he, he mentioned Timu Pookie's uh, I'll call it overload or was it maybe just he just plays all the time yeah, yeah. he plays every week for Norwich for pretty much the whole game and he plays every single game for Finland as well mm. and he's done that for the last four seasons yeah, yeah. so I just think it's healthy let's not make this too much of a negative Timu thing let's just say Timu needs a rest and yeah. what a great option that we've got now yeah Josh Sargent confident as hell scoring goals it's a better system I think we're in agreement if you agree or disagree let us know in the comments yeah. it's a better system with Sargent I think it probably works slightly we're going up against Watford on on Saturday slightly better quality team probably have slightly less of the ball when you've got Sergeant hustling and harrying up front was Pookie injured the last time we played Watford because I don't remember him in that salmon kit do you remember that no he did because he he played the cross for the scorpion kick he he sort of did he oh yeah McLean it was a it was a miss pass from Kenny and then they they thought he fouled the Watford player it was it was Um, anyway um, I, t- I tell you what, the only slight Dean Smith criticism I've got... Go on. I couldn't quite work out what he was trying to do when we were chasing the game on Saturday. Agreed. It felt for me like he saw a load of attacking midfielders on his bench right. and just went, I'm just going to throw them all on and hope for the best. Kieran Dow... But no, but he didn't do that because it was staggered. I would, have had, I would have understood it. If he'd made those subs but made them all at once... Mm. I would have actually gone fair play mm. fresh legs bang now but it was it was too staggered and and, so and, even, did, and even O'Neill who everyone knows I mean we, you had Onel, Dowell Sinani and Sarah all come on um, I mean, staggered across 20 minutes and we must talk about Sarah but that we'll leave that for now I agree and I'm I would also say I would I would criticise the substitutions in that game I just, I looked at them and it didn't, it just didn't, you knew it wasn't going to be the key to the door. Two players who have, have really frustrated me in probably the last month or so. I know one of them. Dowell. Dowell? And, S- and Sinani. I was so excited about Sinani first few games, really gone off the boil, maybe because he's not getting too much game time. I thought you were going to say Nunes. D- uh, no, because you can, you can see the quality there. Okay. Dowell, I've seen nothing from all season. Okay. Um, and and I know, and again, I don't want to say it, but Onel, his final ball. 
No, 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 no. Yeah, but let's 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 stay laser focused on this. Yeah. Before the Preston game, the final ball has been fine. It hasn't though. No, but no, he hasn't. Before that, there was a good patch where Anel came on and he was the impact sub that we know he he is and can be. But I'm genuinely not sure if I he's agree. registered more than one I assist agree. this Look, season. Though. I agree that against Preston, it wasn't good. And he'll know that. The thing is, I think you're right to talk about Dowell. Doesn't offer enough. Nice bloke, doesn't offer enough. But a player where you can't really complain, you know, good, solid, scored player. Sonani... I mean, I now understand why Huddersfield players are saying, yeah, he's, he's, he's good, but he's not consistent. And we're, Norwich City are, say, are seeing the same scenario that Huddersfield fans saw last season. A player that could turn a game in its head and you go, who's that lad? Mm. Or a player where you go, bloody Nora, what, what is this? Mm. And that is unfortunately the player that we saw against Preston. So disappointing. Mm. So, so disappointing. And I think... I think the thing is, though, Jack, is that you it's very easy for us and for North City fans to cite the, you know, the, the, the fringe players and the, maybe the lone players or, you know, some of the newer squad members and, and criticise them. But actually, I think North City's biggest challenge at the moment is actually our more experienced players are performing to high enough levels because they absolutely should be. Mm. They absolutely should be. And I think if those players step up, the new lads seamlessly, as we've seen, because we went on a nine, no, ten, nine, nine game unbeaten run, right? So we know these lads can play. We know they can play together. I just think that those experienced lads haven't, I think the last three especially, like I know we won against Blackpool, but it's Blackpool. And we won. Reading Great. and Preston, you know, you've got the, the individual errors that, that, that were being made, the, the, the shape, the amount of space given to Preston was... Mm. Shocking. Um, it, the defending was was embarrassing against Preston. It really was. They're not. I mean, for fuck's sake, they had Parrot up front. He used to play for Ipswich, for God's sake. And they scored four all season. I know. I know. Let's, anyway, let's do some let's Twitter stop. questions. I yeah, think. let's let's do that. Um, but before we do that, Sarah, Gabriel, Sarah, to start. Any interest? Yeah, lots. Good. Well, Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> Well, once again, a, a, a remarkable turnout from the TNC podcast listeners yep. uh, for questions this week. We'll start with Carl Skillings. Uh, hello from Carl, watching all the way from Minnesota. Wow. Hello, um, Carl. I think the result against Preston has been coming. Uh, do you think we're just going to win every game? Is a bit dreamy. Uh, it's not the end of the world. We scored a couple of important yep. goals. Uh, Sergeant and Sarah both needed them. Uh, dust down and yep. go again. Do you agree? I love that from you. Mm. I, I think that. Love that l- let's talk about Sarah because I was a bit blunt there. <laughs> Really impressed me on on Saturday. Yeah. yeah, loved what he was saying after the game. Yeah, saying how he's really enjoying the city, the culture, the climate. Don't know about that, Gabriel, but I think we've had a good summer. When the, <laughs> when the winter hits, he might be might not be uh, yeah. quite so cheery. I've I've been wanting that performance from our record signing. Yeah, and I saw it, and I doubted myself because it was I think the Reading game that I tweeted saying. Um, is it just the classic football fan thing to do to say the answer to our problems is on the bench? Yes. And it is, but I really liked what I saw against Preston. So and who, I just think it's a... And we've seen this in the Fark era. We've, well, we've seen it in our eras, but we've seen it in the Fark era for sure. I think sometimes foreign players just take a bit of time to settle in. Yeah. And it might, be, it might be half season, it might be a full season, but I think... Uh, look, uh, obviously Sarah's not hit the ground running because he's not been he, he's not started games of football for Norwich City, but I think Dean Smith now, I think he uh, look I think we need to be mixing up that midfield and I think Gabriel so who would Sarah you, is a sure starter. Who would you put him in for? You've got you've got options. I think, Gibbs, Nunez, or McLean. I think, I think at the moment I think it would be Sarah in for McLean. Yeah, I but I, but. I, I just look at I look at games again against Preston. I think, fucking hell! Mm. Amazingly, I'm just looking. I won't say what app I'm using, but McLean was given not the man of the match in general, but he was on ratings Norwich's best player on Saturday. Well, there you go. And I look. I don't think Kenny's been the best this season, but 
he does a lot of work that doesn't get credit. I think he's solid. I think the problem is at the moment is that, and I, I call it under the magnifying glass. There's certain players that throughout you know periods in the season will be under the magnifying glass. So, for example, at the moment, Tim Krul from now mm. for the next three games will be very much under the uh, under under that, and and and, and Norwich fans will be looking at him and being really critical of any mistake but he, he makes because he's not because he's under the magnifying glass whereas a player like I don't know Nunes for example that doesn't doesn't do tons wrong it will never be on him until he makes a big big mistake and unfortunately but that's it, fine it that's natural but we've had this we've had this so many times with so many players the one I always liken this to is actually the Murphy twins funnily enough when you are a player in a in what I would call a friction based role, right? Which is where <laughs> you just made that up because I quite like it. Well, it's true though, isn't no, it? No, I right? like it. Yeah, you're in a, you're in a role and there's a lot of friction. <laughs> it's true. It's no, it true. is. I just I'm... don't take the piss out of me, mate. I'm only half. A... No, no, no. I, I, I'm okay, laughing it's because physical. I'm you've come up it's with it. It's physical. You're doing a lot of work. You're putting in a lot of miles. You're trying to connect the back line into actually the forward line. I mean, you're you're the melting pot. Mm. You're the engine room. It's out. It's arguably the most important position on the pitch, mm. right? It's bloody tough. It's bloody bloody tough. And I think that when you're in a friction-based role, aka basically in the midfield, where you have to take risks, an FBR, like that, <laughs> love that from you. Um, look, I think I think you're getting criticised more. I think the reason why we've We've had the magnifying glass over Kenny in the last few weeks, if not longer, is that there are a few misplaced passes when we're building an yeah. attack, no, which, I agree. Which, which is tough. I agree. Uh, Jonathan Parker uh, with a question that I'm thinking on, myself Jonathan. at the same at the moment. Uh, how can a back five on paper look so good and the strongest in division still have horror shows like Saturday? Completely agree. Jonathan's calling you out there because you came out with that nonsense in the last in the last no, I, podcast. I, I agree with Jonathan. Oh, I think this defence is the strongest in the league. Mate, I, you are having a bubble bath. I agree with Jonathan, and I will stand by it on paper. Yeah, on but, paper, but what does on paper mean? I think that this defence, because you said earlier, you, you you expect the more experienced players to be stepping up. But I'll say that right now. I think we need more, a bit more from Hanley. I think a player that we actually we need to put more under the FBR. The magnifying glass. Yep. Max Aarons. Okay. I think he's escaping a lot of criticism at the moment. I think he was poor on Saturday. Look, I think Max Aarons has been a. I a, think a the goal. Let's let's no. Have, let, let, let me say my thing. Max Aarons has been a consistently good performer throughout this season. Yeah. But lots of the goals we've conceded this season have come from his side or from his personal issues. Personal issues. Well, what mistakes. Personal issues. Not off the pitch. I was going to say. I to clarify, there's no personal look, issues. Max is exciting. Bundles of talent. Consistent performer. One of our best players throughout the last th three seasons. But he's not devoid of errors. Yes. And I wanted to zoom in on this because mm. I, do, I don't. I don't want. I don't think it's fair that anyone escapes criticism. This is the thing that I bring up about. You know, people are very quick to jump on Timmy Krul's back, but that that Preston winner, how 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 is how has Max not stopped that? Yeah, well, that, that's what I mean. He's part to play. I agree. Next question. Sorry, um, before we get, I don't know why this has just come into my mind. We've completely forgotten what Norwich actually did score a genuine third goal, and it was disallowed. I, do you know what? And I've watched it back. I must be. I must. I must be losing my marbles if I had any. Anyway, I've watched that clip on social media. I'd say fifty-six times. Yeah. I can't even bloody see a foul. There isn't. I can't. Do you know what? I've zoomed in. I've recorded it. I've cut it. I've put it in in my blooming editing tool. I've asked someone else to look at it. I've asked the missus to look at it. I've. I've. I, 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 I mean, I might ask a data scientist. I just can't. I cannot see what well, what it, happened. Uh, it, it, and my, if it has, it must be so light. Michael Bailey said he, that he'd been look. The referee had been looking for it all game, and it wasn't a foul. The only thing that allowed me Michael to Michael Bailey said that. Yeah, on well, Twitter. It must be sensible. The only thing that allowed me to sleep relatively peacefully at night because I was so angry about it. Darren Eady tweeted, 
um, replied because I said it was a, it was a nonsensical decision and yeah. said the whistle went early enough that the defenders that were challenging McLean yeah. backed off and he said if the whistle hadn't have blown they would have blocked it now I, so look, it's the standard of officiating again yeah, but I'd rather that than VAR. This oh, 100%. Oh, mate, I totally agree This with is that. why I don't want to get too annoyed about it. Yeah, because at least it's it's something to moan at that's not technology. Yeah, and look, we, we've had it go for us this season. I look back to that Coventry goal. Remember that when they equalised? Yeah. And Perfectly also and fine. also against Preston. Preston fans have got a great point. Red card? Sammy cool. Byram, red card all day long. Yeah. So we get away with one there. Yeah. Um, question from Finn Bassett on Ooh. Twitter. But they, oh, what a second name that is. Bassett, yeah. Let's see if he's got a bio. Hang on a minute. Oh, for God's sake, I've lost it. Hang on. You are useless. Let's get there. Finn Bassett. His bio is Norwich Milk. All you need to know. Wow. Wow. Fair enough. Hello, girls. Uh, Finn Bassett says, which player is getting the furthest on Strictly Come Dancing? Ooh. Go on. Nunes. Do you know... 100%. Yeah, bit quick, of salsa. Quick feet. Yeah. Bit of that, bit of that. And it you know what? I'm not I'm not um stereotyping here, but you would have thought South Americans average, are good at dancing. No. That as well. The average strictly viewer is probably slightly older. Right. I think old women love Nunes. Just I think we cheery. all Oh, hang on. We all love Nunes. Yeah, but we don't all phone to tell vote me on fan, strictly. Tell me an Orange fan that doesn't like Nunes. They're not an Orange fan. Simple as that. Yeah. I think Nunes, probably a, a le- let's think of a left field one because Nunes is the, is the obvious one. Um, Onel. Grant Hanley. <laughs> He'll be like Tony Adams. <laughs> oh, I'll take the high road and you'll take the low road. <laughs> and I'll be in Scotland before ye. Oh, dear. Uh, let's <laughs> Let's swiftly move you on. You find another question. Um, yes. Oh, this is a good one from Go on. Betmate. Who's better at Betmate? Oh, fuck Well, off. we love Betmate. Well, I love Betmate. Chris hates them. Um, of course, sponsor our preview content. A brilliant app. I Can you do... Hang on. When I go on the leagues that we both enter against you guys, I start from the bottom because I know that's where I'll find Chris. Yeah. And then I'll scroll up. Can I... But on a serious note, right, because someone... Someone... I mean, as always, it's social media... Someone tweeted us some 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 sort of nonsense uh, over the weekend about our partnership. Could you explain in because you explain it better than me? Could you actually explain Betmate to the great yeah, so it's community? Because I think people think that it's like hardcore betting, no. right? But but honestly, it's in in my opinion, it's it's fantasy Premier League, yes, right? But you you. It's it's so much easier to win money. Well, it's fantasy football, yeah. Based scoring, slightly different elements, but it's fantasy football based scoring, and the the most amount that I've seen you can spend is a fiver. Right. Our pots are usually two quid. Yeah. And there will be a guaranteed payout. So for, yeah. typically for ours, two pound to buy in. Yeah. Hundred pound payout, yeah. and that's shared across. I've that's won it a couple right. of times this that, season. That's right. That's what I wanted to say. So, so I, it'll usually be around just, top six. Yeah. Get paid out the top six effectively fantasy premier league style points Look, i love it uh, it is gambling so you've got to be 18 absolutely and if you don't like gambling don't do oh, it no no 100 no, no and we're not encouraging that i'm just saying like i, don't, I think people think it's hardcore and no. it's not it's just a bit of light-hearted fun, you know what honestly. the thing from my nerdy point of view the app is beautiful it's so well designed. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to just... I mean, I, I don't care. I've put this as a question. You have. I I need to read up on this. because How I, do you... No, you don't. You can answer the question directly. No, let me read there's it. There's a bit... There's another bit of scandalous news coming out of Great Yarmouth recently. On the main BBC website, might I add, Council rejects planting... Hang on. Council rejects planting of hazardous fruit trees. Well, surely in the climate that we're in, Mm. trying to do good Mm. for the world and plant more trees, why have Great Yarmouth decided to not plant them? Let me tell you why. They've not planted them because there is a genuine fear that the windfalls a.k.a. the fruit that falls on the floor, will be used as missiles. (laughs) 
Well, what's a horrible little face? <laughs> what's a horrible little? You should be ashamed of yourself. Look, there's two things to take here because what you're doing is actually providing fake news. Because if you <laughs> hang on, it's because, on the BBC website. Yeah, if you read further down, there will still be a total of 92 trees well, it's planted. Well, it's not enough. Just not the fruity version. Mm. And also, I encourage. I think the people of Yarmouth need fruit. Quite and frankly. implore the Great Yarmouth Borough Council to actually scrap the fruit trees, give us actual missiles to fire at inner city snobs like yeah. this and end this right, nonsense fine. once and okay, for all. Okay, fine, look, read it up. I don't you. want an apple look, to throw at this look, man. Look, I want a look, bazooka. Look, read it up for yourself, people. It's on the TNC Twitter questions. Council rejects planting of hazardous fruit trees. BBC News, read it for yourself. And Jack Wright has actually followed up oh. on this, giving us an update on, and a lot of you podcast watchers will remember, that Grey Yarmouth have a serious problem with starling shit. Yes, that's right, starling shit. Um, and it's still an absolute mess. The council... What do you okay, want to do, kill the birds? The council are now trimming back the trees to stop the starlings nesting in them because they'll shit everywhere. I mean, it's just... I don't even know where to begin with that. Well, it's, it sounds as if you want us to create some kind of murderous campaign against against birds. Uh, no, what I, what I want is you to let those birds live. What, yeah? shit everywhere? Yeah, and let, well, look, they need to shit somewhere, and the perfect place to shit in the UK if it's not <laughs> Ipswich is Great Yarmouth. <laughs> Next question. Uh, let's go to... I'll tell you a cracker. It's an absolute cracker, this one, from Ben Jones. I think this is question of the week. Wow. Uh, ben jo- uh, Benny Jones underscore 89 on Twitter. Uh, let's read the bye. Professional Uno player yes. on the European tour. Wow. Norwich City fan, very amateur footballer, music lover. He, he's based in Exeter, by the way. Wow. He's got everything going on, old Benny boy. You are designing the new Norwich City Monopoly board game. Which past or present player are you picking as Old Kent Road? Which for you American viewers that don't understand what Monopoly is, do they I have, think they monopoly, have America? monopoly in America? <laughs> <laughs> right, Old Kent Road. I, I mean, they might or not. Mayfair. So, which Norwich player, past and present, is Old Kent Road, and which one's Mayfair? So, what? I couldn't imagine a Yank playing Monopoly. Could you? Uh, oh, he, he, I'll tell you what. Hoffer could play. Could him. you imagine? Could you imagine Magic Mike, aka Marcatani Arso, playing Monopoly? Yeah, I, I could. Wa- well, I wouldn't want to play against him. Well, he'd beat you, wouldn't he? He'd have like. 15 hotels on Mayfair <laughs> within five minutes. Anyway, come on, answer the question. So how are we judging it? Right, like, so, so basically the idea is that, of course, Old Kent Road is the cheapest yes. property to purchase and Mayfair is the most expensive yeah. on the Monopoly board. But how are we judging well, I don't know, value? Just, and... mate, just, 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 just pick one. Okay, let's make it easier. On the current squad. Okay. <laughs> Old Kent Road. Yeah. Mickey McGovern. <laughs> Bit washed that's up. Fra- oh, that's fraudulent from you. That Seen better days. That is- <laughs> Mickey, that's I love harsh. you. That's I love harsh. you, Mickey. That's harsh. That's harsh well, this from Mickey. Be- that's not a compliment to anyone. You're talking about... <laughs> I know. I don't know who I'm going to give it to. That's the Irish Buffon you're talking about. You're basically about. saying pick a player that nobody wants and is... It's shit. Well, I'm not. I, look, well, you pick one then. I I will say Old Kent Road is... is Hang on. You think of one for Mayfair. Mayfair, is, I would say... This is a really... Is... Challenging question. Mayfair is Max Aarons. Everyone wants him. Really? High, high value. Link with Barcelona and Bayern Munich. Oh, look at me. That? Do you, I see? I I think Max is sort of the pack down from Mayfair. Oh. I mean, I I I would say your Mayfair is Team Mabuki. He's okay. been there, done that, got the T-shirt, scored all the goals, beaten all the records. Yeah, yeah. Top baller, one player of the season. He's Mayfair. Okay. Current player as Old Kent Road. Well, I would prob- say probably is, poor old Kenny. Well, actually, do you know what? I'd, I'd probably have to say Isaac Hayden because he's not played for us. Yeah. That's a good get out, isn't yeah. it? I've done well to Derelict get out Derelict house. I've done well to get out of that. Love you, Isaac. Genuinely. Can't wait to a, watch you. A broken um, man. Okay. Question from Chrissy Dayton, friend of the channel. He says, where the hell is Kingsland Thai bloke? <laughs> Our form has dropped off a cliff since we last saw him. Coincidence? I think not. Well, we... Kingsland Thai bloke. Kingsland Thai bloke. If you don't know who Kingsland Thai bloke is, <laughs> it's 
Could you imagine a, just a, a watch along legend? Always in the comments, but only ever in the watch along. In the watch along, doesn't comment on any other no. video, not on Twitter, no. nothing. Yeah, we only see him on watch along. But he did appear on Tuesday. I and I just think, wow, yeah, what a guy. I, I don't even know if he's a Norwich fan. Could you imagine? Could you? Do you remember when Kingsland Tyblet commented saying? Uh, Zombie nation pounding in the flat. <laughs> Where is the flat? Yeah. I mean, you'd like to think it was Kings Lynn, but maybe he's moved on from Kings Lynn. Yeah. Maybe he's gone from Kings Lynn back to Thailand. These are the questions, yeah. Kings Lynn Thai bloke, that we need answers my, to. My favourite watch along here of all time, either Big Bad Barry, Big Bad Barry or No fish. Chill Cashy. <laughs> well, you would like No Chill Cashy. Big Bad Barry with his fish. Legend. Oh, what a boy. Absolutely love him. Uh, let's go next for, I think this is a statement from Erland. If you weren't entertained by the Preston game, then you won't be entertained by us all season. Lots of goals, lots of goal mouth action, and of course, lots of defensive mistakes. Yes, we lost, but it was an entertaining game of football. Agreed? Well, I can't. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed Saturday as much as I enjoyed um, us drawing 1-1 to Wigan. I enjoy watching Norwich City. Dom Spencer, at Southern Canary underscore on Twitter. Statement. After we go up... Josh Sargent scores 18 Premier League goals as the lone striker next season. As the what? Lone striker? I tell you what, Dom. Someone's been taking advantage of the old... Someone's put some Lakens in your shreddies, mate, I think. Mixed case offer. I mean, that's quite something. Um, After we go up, Josh Sargent scores 19 Premier League goals as lone... Um, oh, sorry. As in single... I thought you meant as in a loan to someone no. else. <laughs> yeah, what? To Man City? Yeah, if he gets yeah. a loan to Man City, maybe. Well... Um, Goodness gracious. I don't... I've seen stranger things happen. Um, okay, here we go. Craig Dye with a... With a I don't know what the statement's left, right, mm. centre. Uh, Craig Dye, maybe an unpopular opinion, but I think we looked a lot more threatening in the diamond formation Saturday. Sort the midfield and cut out the silly defensive errors, and I think we'll be fine. Hashtag OTBC. Agreed. I love people that hashtag OTBC. Yeah. No one engages on it, but I just love it. Yeah, agree. It's like Craig knows that he's got characters to use, so he'll yeah. chuck an OTBC on yeah. there. why not? Um... Andy says, which is the lesser of two evils? The standard of championship officiating or VAR? We can actually agree on this, can't we? Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I would take a, a decision like Saturday every week for them no VAR. VAR is sapping the soul out of the game we love and it is poison. Hmm. And I don't, do you know what? No, I agree. There's these, there's these top-end journos that are having swanky meals with these officials quite clearly mm. it's like sorry the the big important people at the premier league not the officials because they're saying well actually the technology's fine it's just the people using oh, it i don't give a shit or, or just, you, just fuck it off then yeah. stop using the bloody nonsense yeah, yeah. it's an absolute load of nonsense I, I i think and i and i don't have the data to back it up because i don't have the time i tweeted this right on saturday <laughs> I'd had, a, I'd had a few Guinnesses. And well, that's I, unlike you, and to I, be drinking. And Guinnesses? Was, um, Don't you mean Lakens? I had a few Guinness. I'd run out of Lakens. Uh, I just, I couldn't Says be arsed for people's bullshit. Um, <laughs> but I tweeted to say, over the course of a season, over the course of a season, like, the decisions going for you and against you will even out. Yes. And someone replied, I'm sure he's a lovely bloke, well, do you have the data to back that up? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> Why would I have the data to back that up? Do you have the data to back that no, up? No, I don't. Well, no, no. Because guess what? We're emotional football fans. And guess what? I'm six pints deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we absolutely love it. And here's one from Ron Marrero. Oh, God. I'd tell you what. God, I love that. Oh, God. He's holding up the 93 kit. I'll tell you what, Ron Moret. You know that, what Ron that's, is? That's name of the week. That is name of the week by Country Mile. Ron is a, a school. What what do they call the, the people on the board at schools? Yeah, uh, what, chairman or something like something that? Something like that. Yeah, he, he is a chairman, isn't he? 100%. He's doing well. He reeks of it. He absolutely reeks of it. I've never met a man called Ron what, who hasn't been successful. I'm sorry. I am sorry to give Ron Marrero the name of the week. That's name of the month. Ron 100%. Marrero, yeah. His question is, wow. if McLean is going to start... And we know for a fact he will. Should he be at left back? Oh. Shall I throw in something here that isn't going to happen, shouldn't happen, but would get me go if it did happen? Go on then. Talk to me. Sarah comes in. Yeah. McLean shifts to left back. Yeah. Sam Byram to right back. Yeah. Aaron's dropped. You've really got in for Maxi at the <laughs> no, moment. No, I haven't. 
just, You've got the information. I just the think it could work. Let us know. Do you agree with Jack? And also, I'm, I'm not going to say who it was, because I think that would be unfair, but the person I'm speaking to, well-known in the Norwich City sphere, is convinced that when Dimian Ullis returns from oh, injury... I forgot about the Emperor of Norfolk. He will be at left-back and Byron will oh, be at right-back. forgot about the Emperor of Norfolk. Put that one in your bloody soccer bottle smoker. Yes, yeah? please. Absolutely love that. Come on, you read a few questions. Um, I'm going to go a question um, for uh, from Chris Dayton, who says, question, what's the correct condiment to put on your curbside uh, football hot dog uh, outside of the ground? Uh, so for me, it's for me, it's HP. It, it, it's brown sauce. On a hot dog? I, I think so. Really? Let me guess. You're a basic bitch and you're going to say ketchup. Ketchup and mustard, I think. Mustard? On a hot dog? Yeah. Oh, me. Yeah. Are you, yeah you're are such you, a mustard you lover, put, aren't you? You, you put reek brown of sauce in a sausage bat, but not on a hot dog. You reek of mustard. Yeah, I like mustard. It's, I mean, the, it's I, the pride of knowledge. I would say, I'll put this out there, I wouldn't be getting a hot dog. Who's getting a hot dog on a match day? It's all about the hog roast. Yeah. It's, and that yeah, hog yeah, yeah, roast yeah, yeah, on the back yeah, yeah, of the yeah, South yeah. Stand. time you spoke some sense. Seriously, I tell you what, hog roast mm. is the best match day food. Like, uh, that's no debate. Don't even at me. 100%. I think if I, if I, if I were to ever get married, um, I would have a hog roast at the wedding. No vegans allowed. Well, let me know. <laughs> Sorry for you vegans watching um, and listening, including our sponsors, um, by the way. Um, I'm having a hot dog. A hot dog. I'm having a hog roast for my 30th, by the way. Just so are you know. You? And you are invited. I thought that's been and gone your 30th. I thought, about, oh, I thought you were knocking on 40 at this point. <clears throat> Let's quickly move on. Uh, statement from Zeki. Um, from who? Zeki. Nice. Knock em downs on Twitter. I tell you what, this Lakins is seeping into the bloodstream now. Sargent is the greatest US export, US export of all time. Well, yeah, we have yeah. to agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that goes without saying. Ah, right. This is the one that. Sorry about that. That's a bit that was hard. Quite fun. Um, sorry about that. Um, sorry about that. These players are out of contract. No, sorry. Right. Shanghai. Oh, right. Deep breath. Hang on a minute. And just go again. This is absolutely class. We've got a question from Shanghai Canary. Nice. That's absolutely Let's wonderful. Have a look. That's wonderful, isn't it? Brilliant. Shanghai Canary. And I usually I usually read out the bio, but his cover photos oh is him God, cycling yeah. on the beach and there's reflections. And I tell you Where's what. Where's that scrappy? I tell, <laughs> he is absolutely living the dream. Anyway, this is a good and important question. Okay. And Michael Bailey put so we need to be serious in this. his athletic article. Yeah, so let's take a big breath. Okay. Serious. <sighs> These players are out of contract next season. Who are you keeping or letting go? Oh, okay. Michael Bailey had this in his uh, one of his recent athletic articles. Definitely make sure you're on the athletic, by the way. So these are the, these are the players are out of contract. Should we do keep and sell as you read them? Yeah. Mickey McGovern gone. You're letting him go straight away. Yeah, like we've, that. Got, we've got uh, no emotion. Big bad Barden. God, I love we've that. got. Um, is McCracken still about? Loan. What is on loan? Right, okay. Why did you laugh at that? Was that funny? <laughs> it's just a funny name, isn't it? I'm sorry. McCracken. <laughs> I love it. I'd be scared coming yeah. up against him. Oh, yeah, you would. I'm really up for a bit. So of what's McCracken. his dad's name? Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Phil McCracken. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually quite good from you. Oh, that's just is, a classic. Isn't that it? is actually <laughs> quite good from you. Too. <laughs> oh, oh God. Do you know what? McGovern I guy. love jokes when they're so shit. They're good. <laughs> I really do. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, right. Mickey McGovern. Gone. Gone. Okay. Sorry, Mickey. Love you, mate. Oh, I'm so sorry to people watching this. Phil McCracken. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Um, Sam Byron. Keep. Well, Dino says he's future captain. One, one of my players of the season. And I am being serious. God, I need to stop thinking about Phil. Kenny McLean. Sell. Well, not sell. Not renew. I'll put this out there. 
<clears throat> I have been told from a very reliable source. In fact, no, actually, I can't tell you that. No, go on, I'll, I'll tease it. I've been told from a reliable source that there is a club up north that are very, that, sorry, have been very interested in Kenny McLean. Well, I and think obviously, I, given I think it'd be the right move the, for him. given the the Scottish. He's a, he's a class player and deserves. Do you somewhere know what I will say? I feel like, I feel like I've said this in the last podcast. I say this again. Here's what I say about Kenny: slay him all you want, cost us a hundred grand. Yeah. And busts his balls yeah. every and game been... for our football club. Right? And at the end of the day... It... Kenny is one of those players that we won't know how good he was until he leaves. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Much like Dennis Trebeni. Right, so we've done two of those players. Sorry. You really put me off. Kieran Dow. Leave. We've You're got being ruthless, we've, mate. Yeah, we've got so many players in that area, and, and Kieran Dowell's at the bottom keep, of the list. Of them. You wouldn't keep Dowell as no. a school player. No. Wow. O'Neill Hernandez, keep. Yeah, solid keep. Genuinely, Dan Alsanani. Release. Sell. Release. Oh yeah, he's out of contract. The, the, all of them are. Cheerio. That's why we're doing it. Todd, <laughs> Todd Cantwell. Points proof. Goodness, this is a. I think. I think this is the interesting one, isn't it? I think, based upon what we've seen so far, I'd be keeping him because I because I think that I think that. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised either way with that one. No, I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I would like to see him stay. Team in Pookie. God, it's a big summer, isn't it? Big summer. See, I don't think seriously. I don't think I don't think Pookie's going to no, get to the I summer. Think, I, 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 think I genuinely the, think he's going to be sold in January. The thing with footballers is you want them to go out while they're on top, and I think with Timu, we've had his best days. He's been an utterly glorious player for yes. Norwich. Yes, but yes. I think it might be. Uh, I hope he stays for, the, for this season. I hope you're wrong there. I hope he does stay. For this I season. hope I'm wrong. By the way, um, I just have this I, feeling. I think maybe come this summer, you know, maybe yeah. might, might be time. Jordan Hugill, Hugels. I like Jordan, but I don't think Dean does. I'll put it out there. I'd like Jordan Hugel to stay. Okay. I'd like to see him given a contract because I still think that he's got something to give this football club. Okay. Josh Martin, release. Is he still our player? Yeah. Oh, didn't even realise. There you go. Um, right, let's do one final one. Go on. And let's end with a good one. We've, um, I feel like we've not got through we haven't, half enough questions. We're an hour, hour odd in. Because you've... Banged on about I've filled, Phil. filled McCracken. Um, <clears throat> what's your. Do, 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 do. Um, Watford away. Watford Excited? away. Excited? Buzzing. And I just saw a question about the drum actually. And if anyone is at Watford away, we are. We're going. We're, we're there. My God. So we look forward to seeing that, you there. When was my last away game? We'll, we'll be there with Craigo. So do say hello. I think spots. my last away game. <clears throat> oh, I know what it was actually. It was Charlton. In the cup when Milo Rashica scored. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then prior to that was Tottenham. Love that from you. Were you about to read a question? Yeah. No. No. It was regarding the drum. <clears throat> right. And they said how how excited they've been yeah. with the drum at away games this season. I think it will be at Watford because. Ah, oh, I don't oh. think it will. I've been told by City Elite. Oh no. The people behind the drum that it isn't allowed. Oh what? I thought it was there last season. I'm really sorry to say that. But I'm sure up. it was there when feel, Sargent scored the score. I feel pit. like we say this every week. Big up to City League. Mm. Seriously big up to them. Um, who are making a massive difference yeah. to the away atmosphere at the moment. You know Shame what I love? we can't the, get them at Carrow because the, the Barclays still are like a morgue. The photo I saw from one of the lads, the drummer, who took a photo of his, yeah. of his hand yeah. full of blisters yeah. good. and just said, I will drum through the pain. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How hard yeah. are you holding yeah. that drumstick? Mate, mate, you've got to fucking bleed for the crest. <laughs> You've got to bleed for the crest. No, I'm buzzing for it though. Fight for the bag. What's your favourite thing about an away day? What are you most looking forward I'm, to? What, what, I, lo I just love the chance. Mm. I love a chance. On the concourse. Oh, God, it gets me going. My, my favourite thing about an away day is you have a couple of pints of the pub pre and then you walk up. A couple? You, a couple. And as you're probably 200 yards away, yeah. you start to hear the chants from the concourse. Do you like that? Oh, God, I love it. Do you, you like that? You like oh, sort of the being crackle. You like being teased a bit? Tease me and just lure me in. And then you walk <laughs> through the turnstiles and you see all of the rogue faces you know and love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, yeah, those lads who've done 800 miles in a week. 
yeah. to watch us at Blackpool. Yes. And then to watch us at yes. wherever we play. Yes. Birmingham, uh, yes. Rotherham. Yeah. And they'll be there. And there's a real strong stench of piss. Yeah. And good. Yeah. Because that's the passion that you want to see. Put that piss up my nostrils. <laughs> That is shocking from you. Oh, the that is it. shocking. That's a sh- <laughs> oh anyway, my. I'm looking forward to offers. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the smells, the noise, the that, goals. That's the worst thing you've ever said on podcast. And I've said some bad things. You've said some bad things. Yeah. Oh, see what it's been a joy. See you at Watford. Yeah, look looking forward, forward to it. it. And um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, do give us a tweet at Talk Norwich City. Don't forget, this episode is dedicated to Norfolk and Wavy Mind. You can donate to the guys that are making a difference to people challenged by mental health in our local area via the link in the description. You can. Thanks for watching. We'll see you all again very soon. Bye bye.